Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Today, we're going to talk about signs from your loved ones, and we'll speak with Joe Higgins. Joe is a fantastic guy. He's been a medium for well over 20 years. He's a certified Reiki master. He has brought comfort and relief to just a countless amount of people in so many different ways. He's the author of four books, including I Got Your Message, Understanding Signs from Deceased Loved Ones, and The Everything Guide to Evidence of the Afterlife, a scientific approach to proving the existence of life after death. You can find out more about Joe at his website, which is joehiggins.com. Joe, welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Hi, Sandra. Thank you so much for having me on. I I really have been looking forward to talking to you. Would you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this wonderful world of studying the afterlife and mediumship? Well, I think it started when I was a kid. I mean, I was one of these kids that never got to sleep at night because there was always a lot of activity going on in my room. And so I was probably six, seven years old, eight years old, something like that. At that point, clairsentient, which means I could sense other things around or other people around me that you couldn't see. So as a child, I was always picking up this information. I would be seeing certain things, definitely, like I said, feeling different things. And then I could finally develop into knowing if it was a male or a female and, and their ages. But back then, you really didn't have too many people you could talk to about. So it was kind of like you kind of kept it to yourself. Right. And then when I turned to my teens and, and, and early 20s, and life kind of started taking over. And it was like, you know, I'd, go, I'd be going to sleep and I'd be like, listen, people, you know, have fun, do whatever you want, but don't wake me up because I got to get up for work in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Real earth life problems, you know, you know, our responsibilities kicked in. And it's like, you know, I, I don't have time to kind of like, you know, see what's going on and investigate this because, you know. I got to get up early and I got to get my sleep. But then, you know, as I, I kind of aged, I ran into people of like mind and every once in a while we talked about it. Eventually I had walked into a spiritualist church. Someone had invited me to go to one. And I realized that other people all had very similar experiences when they were growing up. And that's really when I started to bloom, meaning I, I could talk to other people about certain experiences. We could bounce things off each other and then really started to sit down and develop some of these gifts, some of these awarenesses that I've had since I was a child. Joe, did you have any fear of these dead people when you were younger? Yeah, at at the beginning, sure. When I was younger and stuff, there was fear and I really didn't know what was going on. It was like being very hyper aware of things because you could sense these things, but you just didn't know anything about them. Because there really weren't any books back then about, you know, about the afterlife or, you know, uh, connecting with loved ones and stuff like that. I mean, people talked about it once in a while, but usually if the adults talked about it, it was like late at night, you know, when the kids weren't around after they had a few drinks, you know, right, or, right. or after a funeral or something like that. So we really didn't know because the TV shows hadn't come out, the, the popular books hadn't come out, and um, you had to kind of live with it because you really couldn't talk to people about it. Luckily, though, that stuff started to change. But as a child, you know, people said, oh, he, he's very sensitive. He's very sensitive to things. So they kind of left it at that. It's funny because when I was older, I, had, I read a, a book by James Von Prague, you know, a great medium. And uh, I finished reading the book and I wanted to give the book to my mother and, you know, see how she would feel about it and stuff. So I stopped off to talk to her and she's, she's sitting in front of the TV sewing something. I'm like, Mom, I just finished this great book by Von Prague and stuff. It's about people that, you know, connect with loved ones on the other side and they get signs. And she didn't miss a beat. She's got her head down and she's sewing and she's like, you know. People used to come to your grandmother 
and go in the back room. And I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, she used to tell them stuff. And then they would leave. And I'm like, really? You couldn't have told me this like (laughs) 20 years ago? Right. (laughs) You know, and it was like no big deal. But I, I think we learned, you know, over the years that this type of gift or sometimes the sensitiveness it runs in families mm-hmm. and, or, you know, they can skip generations and stuff. But usually if there's someone that has that, there's usually a relative that also has the ability to connect at some level with the other side or some type of psychic ability where they might be just um, really a little bit more sensitive to things that are going to happen or have happened and then make connections and stuff like that. So it's a very complex but simple thing with energy and it's just to me it's just like really cool i think it's very cool too and joe once you found spiritualism did you start taking classes yes actually i did what i did was i actually uh i had gone to a demonstration by von Prague, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of people there but the energy was just so fantastic and talking to like-minded people it was just wonderful to be in the community of there was a couple hundred people there um, and I didn't get a reading or anything, but it was just being around those people. Right. And I, I sat next to a man. We we did a, um, I think we did something with psychometry, and that's reading objects. So Von Prague had us exchange objects, and then we're going to see if we had natural abilities to be able to pick up something from these objects that we could relate to the other person. Because I think we all have six sense. Yes. You know, and, and we use different terms. People use it like uh, mother's intuition. You know what I mean? Or, you know, a gut feeling or you're thinking about someone and all of a sudden the phone rings. So we all have these psychic abilities and to a certain extent, some of them you know, are more developed than others. And so we did the exchange. I didn't get much on his a little bit, but he actually brought through my father because of the um, I was wearing his watch, but he didn't know it. So that really piqued my interest. And then but he had just started doing development at a spiritualist church. So he invited me up to join the class um, that was going to start the newer one in January and stuff. I said, sure. So I traveled from, from Fall River up to Swampskit, which is about an hour and a half, something like that, um, every weekend to take development classes in mediumship and to learn more about all aspects mm-hmm. of afterlife communication and things like that. That's why I took the Morris Pratt, which is a series of courses that kind of run the gamut from everything from mediumship to channeling to all the woo stuff you can think of <laughs> just so that I would have a background. You know what I mean? So when you run across people, you know, what's going on and stuff. So plus it was like, you know, we just said, it's really cool and fascinating. So it was like a sponge yes. and I just soaked up everything and anyone I ran into their stories and it was uh, the way I went, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you first started out in mediumship and that feeling when you worked with a person and you were able to bring through the oh, yeah. loved one? Well, I remember the, we used to sit for lights and incense, put some music on, some Anya or something like that, mm-hmm. sit in the dark room for an hour and a half, two hours and get nothing. Get nothing. And we did that and for months and months. And then eventually we would get flashes of something and then we'd get a little bit more. And then the next thing you know, in a couple of years, we're given readings with our eyes open and, you know, information just flowing right through, evidential information. So that means the person can understand exactly who it is that's coming through, you know, personalities or shared memory, uh, certain things like that, that only the person sitting would recognize. And then when you do that, you actually get the, the residual feeling of that love that passes through between the sitter and their loved one. You know, it comes through you. So you pick up part of that love, that love stream. And it's just, it's so, so just unbelievable. It just feels really warm and loving and puts life in perspective. And that's when I was like, wow, this stuff is like really, it's it's just, it's who I am. And at that point, I was like, there's no turning back. This is it. This is what I'm supposed to do. I know that feeling and no turning back. Joe, this is the last thing I ever thought I'd be doing in my life because I didn't even believe in this stuff. So the fact that I'm this messenger and I and I love it. I love the difference that this information brings and being able to bring good people and their stories to others. Yeah. I mean for life and beyond. 
it's it's a blessing. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it's it's a blessing in my life and other people I've talked to. It's what greater thing can you do is to bring healing and peace to people. You know, I mean, I'm I think I'm blessed to be able to do this type of work. Yeah, me too. I have. Plus, I'm always I'm oh I'm sorry. No. Plus, I'm always very I'm inquisitive, so I'm always asking questions and on this side and that side. A lot of times I, when I tell people I'm sitting with and stuff, I say, if I'm quiet, I'm asking them questions. Sometimes they're questions I just want to know about life and what's going on. Sometimes they tell you, sometimes they don't. Yeah, I do that. And, and when I started doing the, the books, a lot of the channeling, I started mm-hmm. to work with some groups, some individual groups to get that information out, specifically for the veterans. My current book is for people who have lost children. So I'm working with, uh, with some children on the other side and um, to answer some questions so that people in those circumstances can get some feedback, you know, especially like the veterans, you know, why we go to war and stuff like that. So I'm like the interviewer for the other side, something like that. Well, I'd love to hear more about that because obviously there's a big theme going through your books and it is signs. And I know for myself as having some loved ones who are in the spirit world and what other people say is, how do I know? When did you first get the instinct that you had to write a book on signs? The first time I got it was when, after my aunt had passed, Mm -hmm. I was very close to her. And I asked for a sign. I was just thinking about it. It was probably a week after the funeral and stuff. And I asked for a sign if she was around. And about three minutes later, five minutes later, I I went through a drive-thru for some iced tea. And I looked down, and there was all this fresh dirt. The landscape is just put down, and there was one green little thing. I'm like, what is that? And oh my God, it's a shamrock. So I stopped in the middle of the drive through opened the car door. The guy behind me thinks I'm crazy. I'm like, I don't care. I'm grabbing this thing. Mm-hmm. So I, and I plucked it and it was, um, it was a four leaf clover. Mm-hmm. Now my aunt was very, very Irish. Both sides of her family came from Ireland. When she passed, we had Irish bagpipers. I had a big shamrock that was uh, put next to the casket. And she had uh, green carnations on the casket. So Mm -hmm. it was a perfect connection between her and I. Joe, I just witnessed something today. We have our free Sunday gathering online. And one of the mediums brought through a mother. And one of the things that he said was, she's showing me all these daffodils, like she's pushing them in my face. She really wants to show me daffodils. And the woman said, that was my sign with my mom. If she were to go first, she was to prove it by saying daffodils through the medium. Joe, we have to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash shades. Hey, it's time to head over to coasttocoastam.com and check out the Art Bell Vault, a collection of timeless audio. Listen to some of the great interviews with the likes of the late Father Malachi Martin, Dr. Evelyn Paglini, investigative journalist Jim Mars, and more. This is classic audio that you can enjoy at any time, and it's all heard without interruption. New shows are added each week, so find out how to access the Art Bell Vault now by going to coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. We are happy to announce that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached over 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows for free. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. Coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. You're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're with Joe Higgins, author and expert on signs from the afterlife. Joe, can you tell us some more stories that led up to you writing the books? And let's get into hearing some of these signs. The lady I was seeing at that time, she was a widow. And when her husband passed, she started getting signs from him. But then she thought she was going crazy. Mm -hmm. And I, I think a chapter two in my book is, no, you're not going crazy. It's, it was named after her mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she was getting signs from her husband, Jay, and she didn't realize it until she started talking to other widows and they had gotten signs from their husband. She has gotten signs from her deceased husband. Some of her friends have. I said, this is it. I'm going to write it on um, the sign. And um, I, I think it'll help a lot of people make it an easy read so people can understand, you know, how they get them, when they get them, if they get them, why they get them. So that's when I really started focusing the research on that particular phenomenon. And then, as we, uh, you know, in the last few years, I brought in, uh, like I said, the groups of the veterans or children and stuff, which I get insight from them from the other side. But also, I put some science stories in there to keep that. 
who have lost veterans or who have lost children to show that the connection is still there. You know, mm-hmm. we're always we're always connected. And the science is just a, it's a really in your face, evidential means of verifying that life does go on. Because it gets to a certain point where it's not coincidence anymore. Because statistically, a lot of these signs are astronomical. Can you it's give like some expression? You can't examples. You can't make this stuff up. Yeah. Can you give some examples? Thanks for that, by the way. But there's different thoughts going through my mind because first you said you have to believe because it's so easy for, yep. I think, our mind to go, "Oh, that was just a coincidence." But you have right. enough of them; they can't be coincidences anymore. Exactly. I mean, you get to the point where it's like, okay, I got it. And that's actually why, you know, the other book was named, I got your messages. Like, I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. Because at some point you just, as I say, you know, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck and looks like a duck, we it's know it's duck. not an elephant. It just might be a duck. So, um, what are the different kinds of know, signs? So, well, the most common signs are, um, or the connections that people come through is through our dreams. Oh, um, it's just because it's it's a lot easier for them to communicate with us that way. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the signs will have to do with things that are going to grab your attention. So you're looking at they're very good with the scents and smells, sounds, music, certain songs, animals, coins, sequential numbers, feathers. They can manipulate electricity. So what they do is after someone passes, they do an evaluation to see if a sign's going to be given at all because sometimes they're not going to send a sign because if they feel like that sign is going to cause the person more stress and anxiety or confusion, they won't send it. They might, they might send it through a, a, a relative or a friend mm-hmm. that happens a lot of times um, because the person is just not up for it. Um, and other times they, they don't necessarily send a sign because sometimes it's against people's cultural or religious beliefs. I've had a lady say to me, you know, I really want to believe, but I can't. My religion says I can't. Interesting. So, but like when my dad first started coming through, I could smell cigar smoke. Mm-hmm. So when he was around and there was no one smoking the house and the windows are closed. And when I was writing one of the books, I remember he came around and it got to the point where I was like, dad, you got to back up because you're choking me. I can't, <laughs> I can't function on my, doing my work. I said, it's like, I'm getting really smoked out. here." So he pulled back a little. With my mom, um, there was a lot of le- electricity things going on and off. So it was nice because a couple of people had witnessed that. You know, that's another thing that I talk about in one of the books is um, group messages, group signs. And that's that reinforce it through multiple people and stuff, which is really, really cool how they do that. But they got this whole thing worked out. So, I mean, if someone passes over, they go through their memories. And if they decide a sign's going to be given they want to know, they'll decide then where and at what time. And, and they'll actually go through the shared memories of one that's going to get the sign mm-hmm. and the person that crossed over. It's like a supermarket analogy I like to use. It's like they're walking down the aisle of a supermarket. Instead of reaching up and seeing cornflakes and tomato sauce, they're saying first communion, trip to Hawaii, my first car, a locket I gave my daughter. And they're going to pick out certain things that are going to remind the one that's here about their connection. So, and then they will use, like I said, songs are great. Someone has a favorite song and you're thinking about someone you're driving down the road, you're on the radio, bang, the song's right there. Yes, I know that one you, well. You might, very common. So they try to make it as very simple as possible. Coins have been used for a long time because they can be repetitive. So if someone finds a penny or something like that, and it's around the time they're thinking of their loved one, then the loved one will continue to use that sign for further contact. So there's, you know, there's just so many different things they use. Scents are very popular, especially with like, like grandmothers and women and stuff. You can smell that perfume. Oh, my dad was like, scars or sometimes it's people with cigarettes. So that's very popular. There's really like dozens and dozens of different signs. Depending on the individual the way they want to connect with them. Joe, do you related. believe that uh, when we transition to the afterlife, we have to learn how to do these signs? The reason I'm asking that is I had a friend, that a guy that I met who he's never gotten a sign from his dad is what he says. And he just doesn't know right. why that is. And, I, and part of me thinks, I don't think when we cross over, we're given all the 
information and knowledge in the universe. I think we're still people <laughs> and there's more learning to be right. done. Do you think there's some kind of education? Or, oh, there's a, and also like do they, yeah, they have a, to test it out, you know, and keep getting stronger at it and keep trying from their point of view? Yes, they'll have guides and stuff that will help them with evaluation and how to send it. But sometimes it, it's, it is. Sometimes they have to learn it. And, and sometimes people, as I like, you know, the expression, they go off the reservation. And sometimes they can overwhelm someone in coming too close or too fast. And it can cause uh, disruptions. You can be scared or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's because they're too anxious. They just wanted to come through so so quickly and so, you know, so strongly that they didn't follow the, quote, protocol, unquote, that the guy's trying to teach them. So it does take time for some people to be able to uh, send that sign. But a lot of times what I found is people will say, I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. But subconsciously, they'll say, not really. I'm still scared of a little bit of a doubter. And a lot of times that, that's what kind of builds up a blockage where people won't get the sign. Doubt has a very, very way of destroying it or blocking it. If they're in emotional or mental, mental states, it'll be difficult to get through. If they're not ready, maybe they're not ready for a particular sign for some reason. They won't send one, you know. But if someone is very anxious about it, when I say you want to ask for a sign that invites them in to give a sign, because you have to, you really want to invite them in, and then let it go. Don't put any conditions on it. I've had people ask for signs and they've said, listen, I want to sign, Mom, but not next week because I'm going on vacation and the week after I get soccer practice with the kids and stuff. And I'm listening to them. I'm like, really? I'm like, I'm sure your mom's going to pull out a calendar and say, okay, yeah, we're going to wait. We're going to wait on that sign, Missy. So ask for the sign, let it go, and then just be open to its possibilities. And eventually, eventually something will come through. Well, it's interesting that you talk like this because our minds, I find, well, I'll talk about myself, are normally so busy that I'm not paying attention. There could be a dozen signs that happen, but if I'm living so much in my head, thinking about tomorrow, thinking about yesterday, you know, not really paying attention to what's in front of me, I'm, I might miss it. So do you recommend that people be a little bit more in the present moment and be open oh God, for yes. signs? Oh, yeah. I think doing uh, meditation or active meditation, anything that quiets them down, mm-hmm. opens up the opportunity. Because you're right. It's like if they want to send a sign and, you know, you're on your cell phone, you got this going on, you got, you know, you got the responsibilities of life, you're worried about this and all this other stuff, it's, it's tough to get that sign through. But if, let's say, you know, you're at the beach for a couple of days or something and you're relaxed and you're not really thinking about things, and your mind wanders, that's a great time for it to come through. If you can get into that state like where you're daydreaming, mm-hmm. or, or maybe if you're if someone likes to paint or listen to music, something that's relaxing, gardening, anything that's repetitive, and you just kind of like, you know, your blood pressure goes down, you're not as stressed, you're relaxed, dang, that's the time that the, they can get through much, much more easily. Now, I we just make it difficult for them. Paying attention to just relax and clear in my mind. If there's nothing yeah, there, I could probably pay attention if a scent comes in, you know, something else. Right. Or they, they, they might put an idea in your mind. A lot of times, like with the music and stuff, mm-hmm. um, they can actually, they, if they know a particular song is going to come on or something like that, they'll actually put the idea in your mind that mom's here. And then all of a sudden you'd be thinking of your mom or your partner or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the song will come on, and it'll be their favorite song. you know. And then other times they'll just do outright electronic manipulation, have an old radio that's never worked, and all of a sudden you clean out the garage, and it, you turn it on, and it works. And a particular song comes out of it that was your father's favorite song, and then the radio doesn't work ever again. That really happened. It happened to a, a DJ I think it was down south, and I was doing a radio interview, and he told me that story. And it was like a Hank Williams song or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was his father's favorite song, and it was an old radio we found out in the barn. And he turned it on, and the thing worked, and it never worked before. But it played one song. It was a Hank Williams song, and then the thing died and didn't play anything ever again. And he was a big doubter until it bad happened. That's so interesting. I had something neat yes. happen. Um, I had been 
fairly sad, even though I believe in the afterlife. I do miss my dad. And, you know, there's a song that come on or something I see on TV and it'll remind me of him. And I remember going to bed and just saying, Dad, give me a sign, you know, give me a sign you're with me. And Joe, it was the coolest thing because in my mind's eye, it's like I got a slideshow of images of things he and I had done together. If I was creating the slideshow, I wouldn't have used because I didn't even remember them. Some of the things from childhood. That was one of the most comforting things. We have to take a break. When we come back, we'll be with Joe Higgins and talk more about signs. Have you gotten signs from your loved ones? I'd be interested to know what they are. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The Nick's anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors. Enjoy your search. Have some fun at ParanormalDate.com. 
Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. The best afterlife information you can get while you're alive. Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're with Joe Higgins talking about signs. Joe, just before the break, I was sharing about asking my dad for a sign. And just before I went to bed, it was like a slideshow of shared memories that we had together. That's a great example, because that actually is like when they're showing shared memories. Yes. Like the, the supermarket analogy I said, and you get to see it in like a, you know, a slideshow. And that's great. Uh, what I've been told, too, is a lot of times they will visit us and consciously we won't realize it. Some people say, oh, my loved one has never visited me. Mm-hmm. And they actually have. They've done it at night when you were sleeping and you just don't realize it, but they have made that contact. And other times people in their dreams will have a vivid dream um, and make contact with their loved one, which is, happens kind of pretty often after, right after the uh, death. A lot of times the loved one will come to them, sometimes just before they die, but uh, sometimes within a few days or a week after they die. Right. So they I, pick their time. I would think that'd be very comforting to have one of those dreams, just to know. Well, here's a great, great one that came um, in, in a dream. You know the song by um, Paul McCartney, Let It Be? Mm-hmm. Mother Mary comes to me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be, let it be. Yes. I always thought it was Mary. Mother Mary was, you know, Christ's mother. Yeah. It's not. It was his mother who had died when he was young. And he was worried about relationships because all the other guys, band members, had girlfriends, and he didn't at that point. And uh, woke up in the middle of the night. It was an apparition of his mother, his mother, Mary, the foot of his bed. Oh, um, wow. Let it be, let it be. Yeah. Yeah. And then and when he got up in the morning, he wrote the lyrics to the, uh, to the song. A wonderful song, let it be. It was about his mother. So next time any all your listeners listen to that Beatles song, it's a wonderful connection between Paul and his mother. And, and then you really listen to the words. You know, and it happens. There's been studies that between 20 million and 80 million Americans have had some type of after-death communications. That's a lot. A dream. Mm-hmm. And that's conservative. And that's just in America. So... It's not uncommon. Joe, I'm looking at an old birthday balloon that I have in my bedroom right now. It's still got air in it, but it's reminding me there was a woman that I had spoken to and her husband had died and she was out for a run on the beach and it was her birthday and a deflated balloon washed up right in front of her on the beach and it said, happy birthday. Perfect. That was her sign. She was thinking about her husband. I mean, that's pretty obvious. So there's really been some beautiful signs that I have heard of. I really like that you say believe and ask and then just let it go. Yes. Don't be demanding. Yes. Because I think belief, being in the present moment, these are all things because I want to get more signs. Who doesn't? But am I asking? Am I really believing? And am I really being open and paying attention? I have to say no. (laughs) And by letting go, it's important because you you might get, you know, some people like, oh, that's a sign. That's a sign. That's a sign. That's a sign. And then they're overwhelmed thinking everything they see is a sign. I know. Sometimes a bird is a bird is a bird. That's right. You know, but other times it's not because, you know, you don't want to force it. And when you get a sign, you can tell because you get that chill down your back or mm-hmm. you get a wow sensation about it and or a really good warm feeling. And then you've made that connection. And then once you have, it's easier for them to make the connection again. And a lot of times they'll try to connect with us when, especially around stressful times, they're always around us, but they get a little bit closer around stressful times because they know when we're stressing out, they can hear our prayers, they can hear our conversations. 
So it's important to keep that dialogue going because they're here to guide us. They, they want to see us be happy. They don't want us to be stressed. They want us to enjoy life. They want us to laugh. I think laughter is one of the biggest tools that we come to when we're born. We come to the earth with laughter. And I think it just balances out all our mechanisms throughout our body. And it's important that we use laughter. And, you know, they like practical jokes. And <laughs> That's they, good uh, to hear. Oh, God, yeah. They'll send them through signs, too. They'll send all sorts of practical stuff. They love it. They really do love it. They, they love the higher energy. So, you know, like uh, the holidays, we had talked about that coming around the holidays. It's difficult for a lot of people. Yes. But they're there for the family gatherings. They're there for the 4th of July parties, the Christmas parties, the graduation parties, the weddings. They never miss a wedding. They're for all those things. And they will make themselves known through signs at these events, if not to a particular person, someone else, or perhaps the whole group. And people share stories, and, and, and that's how that's what's important, too, about when I put these sign stories in the book, because it's really important other people read about people's stories, because then they feel like, oh, wow, it's happening to other people. And then even though a person might not get a sign, if they know these other people are getting signs, then they can start to realize, wait a minute, there is an afterlife. This stuff is really happening. There is more to life. And maybe I should start to live my life that way, knowing that there's a bigger picture. I might not know it now, and I might not know the whole picture when we pass, like you said, but there is a bigger picture and life does go on and we will see our loved ones again, even though maybe I haven't got the sign yet, but all these other people are getting these great signs. I can look at it with an analytical brain and say, wait a minute, something's told. So it's good to share. That's why it's important to share these science stories. We always hear so, as a kid, you know, if you put a smile on your face, you'll feel better. And it's yes. like act as if. So sometimes people say, well, I need to be proven something before I can believe. And it's like, you don't. You can actually do it the other way around. You believe. and you. Right. My dad would always say, uh, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I think that's Henry right, Ford's that's quote. That's exactly right. But the same thing holds yeah. true with signs and how to live life. You know, I always say about science is science always comes in second place because people say, oh, you know, you have to prove it first. As I said, that's not true. I mean, there were x-rays and solar rays and stuff before they, you know, and microwaves before they discovered them. Very true. You know, there's a zillion, zillion things out there that science hasn't discovered yet. It doesn't mean that they don't exist. It's just that we don't have the tools to discover them yet. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the afterlife belief or proof. There's a lot of things that have come out in the last 30 or 40 years um, with different scientists working on different types of experiments and stuff like that, that are really starting to open up the, the ability to, you know, possible multiple dimensions and things like that. But with the science, that's just like, you know, you, me, and the average person walking down the street, we can make that connection and say, well, that was interesting. Then it happens again, and then we read about someone else, and we can say, wow, there's something going on here. And let the scientists do their crazy stuff and come up with what they want to. But I think for the average person, they've known for, you know, for thousands of years, people have been getting signs and um, knowing about the afterlife and had mediumship and some type of communication through dreams. Mm -hmm. It's been, you know, it's been documented for thousands of years. So I think the, the proof, it's really overwhelming. I think a lot of people that doubt it at some point, at some level, they're afraid, which is normal, you know, because everyone's at different levels of awakening or, or acceptance. You know, some people are afraid of it because it might, it might rock their world with their religion or their upbringing, or it might bring up more questions than they care to ask. For a lot of us, the expression, the cat's out of the bag. I'm seven years old and there's stuff going on in my room. Mm -hmm. I know my whole life. Or like you, all of a sudden you pick it up later on in life, but you know. I mean, we're human. We still have doubts about certain things, but they kind of go by the wayside. The more we look into things and have more experiences and talk to more people or listen to more great radio shows mm -hmm. that people like you produce. So that, you know, we know that there's a lot of other things going on out there and the people are having these wonderful experiences. And guess what? I can, I can have them too, or at least I can listen and learn from them, you know? Yeah. Um, I had a question I wrote down. 
we, you had said something about laughter. And I personally believe laughter feels great and raises our vibration. Do you think that how we're feeling can impact the signs we get? Meaning if we're heavy in grief or depressed. Uh, and, and then the flip side is, can we do things to raise our vibration kind of a thing? Can you speak a little bit about that? Sure. Emotional disruption or mental fatigue or something, stress can definitely block it. Hmm. And so, I mean, that's like a lot of times. So right after someone passes, it might be, you know, really heavy in the grief and they'll come through a friend or a relative to send a sign because the particular person might not be able to accept it because their energy in their body is just kind of like unbalanced and out of whack because of the grief that they're going through. So that has a tendency to block things a lot. If people are very manic and they're all over the place doing 10 things at once, it's tough to get your attention Mm -hmm. because of that particular state. So you can raise your vibration by either uh, meditation will will calm you down and put you in a more relaxed state, laughter, being around friends, dancing, anything that brings joy to you and kind of puts you in that uh, a nice warm and fuzzy feeling state. That works great. A lot of times people, you know, just daydreaming is a great way to, to set your body into a state of awareness without having to, you know, figure out the equation for the Rubik's Cube or something, you know. Right. I think in modern times, it's gotten much, much more difficult than it was 100, 200 years ago because it's probably doing manual labor or something like that or out on a farm or something and have a lot of downtime where you would be able to much easier to connect with spirit than these days. So we have to be a little bit more active in keeping our bodies, you know, in a better balance in order to receive a sign. I mean, you can still get a sign, you know, being in all those states. But it's a lot easier if you're more uh, kicked back and, um, you know, enjoying your life and things aren't as stressful. Joe, should we keep a hey. notebook of signs or keep some kind of a log of what we're getting? Or do you think that would be helpful? A diary? Sure, absolutely. Because what happens is you'll start to see a pattern and oh. they will follow that. Really? That's one of the biggest reasons coins work. Because they'll start to follow a pattern and then you'll be able to realize it and they won't have to keep coming up with new signs to get to you. We need to take a short break. To our listeners, do you get signs? If you go to iHeartRadio, type in Shades of the Afterlife, you can leave us messages of the signs that you get. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. If you feel stressed, suffer from fatigue, moodier than usual, or would like to fall asleep easier and sleep more soundly while losing weight, do we have something for you? Accelerate and Elevate. I take Elevate Performance Supplement in the morning for energy and laser focus for work. Then before bed, I take Accelerate, weight management and sleep combo. And indeed, I now sleep soundly through the night. Plus, I'm losing weight. It's amazing. I've maybe gotten four to five hours of sleep max a night. I'm sleeping between six and seven. I wake up to use the bathroom, but I go right back to sleep, which has never happened before, which is pretty awesome. I noticed a higher level of happiness. I also noticed that I wasn't taking naps. I had more energy. I was more in the moment with my kids. Like we were laughing more. We were more excited. Every single person needs to feel this. I lost 10 pounds and five and a half inches off my waist. And I'm so proud of myself. It gives you energy. It helps you sleep better. It just works. I stand by it 100%. I was on a handful of medications to help me sleep, to help me be happy. Tons of therapy. When I'm ready to go to sleep, I'm getting seven to nine hours of sleep every night. I've lost some pounds, um, inches mainly. My family has me back. Try Accelerate and Elevate. Discounted for listeners to the show. Plus further discounts with the George Power Pack, including a free gift. Learn more and order now at our website, energyfocussleep.com. That's energyfocussleep.com or 800-394-9930. So jump on the path now to all-day energy, better sleep, and weight loss with Accelerate and Elevate. EnergyFocusSleep.com, EnergyFocusSleep.com, or 800-394-9930. Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're with longtime medium and author of several books about signs, Joe Higgins. Joe, before the break, you were talking about people getting repetitive things. Could you talk a little bit more about that and why some things are so similar? They've made the connection on the other side. They know that we accepted it and say, thank you. Always thank them for receiving a sign. And then that just opens up the, you know, it's like a fire hose. The information just can come back and forth a lot better because it's been given, it's been accepted, and they accepted the manner in which it was given. I like that. Thank yeah. you. 
I think is important. Somebody had said something like, if your grandmother's given you great gifts, you know, and you love them every year, if you don't say thank you, she might stop giving them. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's a good example sure. <laughs> right yeah if someone sends you a card a get well card or a happy birthday card it's just proper saying thank you for thinking of me mm-hmm. they love it because they know not only has it radiated to your heart that you accept it but by verbalizing it raise your vibration my ex-girlfriend husband jay when he came through he used to send quarters and we used to find them everywhere quarters and um Hmm. Yeah, I used to say, I used to say, there's one thing about Jay, he's not cheap. He sends you quarters. <laughs> and uh, really, we'd be cleaning the house, you know, just cleaning. I remember one time I cleaned the, the dining room and put down a new tablecloth, the whole nine yards. It's perfect. I turn around, and I'm like, there's a quarter sitting right there. And, you know, there's a, there's a quarter for you. I mean, they would just pop up all over the place. You know, the people get, you know, they get the coins or whatever, or the songs, and uh, and, and it's great because they know that connection is there. Every once in a while, I think about it. I just sit here and I smile. Wow, that is like so cool. Like it's brand new all over again. And then I get back to my regular self. Yeah, that's what we do. I get the number 33 as a sign. And I don't know exactly who it's from. And it doesn't really matter. But for me, it's a little reminder. And sometimes it's on a billboard or sometimes it's all threes. And even my mom now is like pointing them out to me because they're funny. I mean, I can only laugh because I do try to pay attention. But that number is as bold as can be in so many places. And it's like, okay, I remember there's a bigger picture. And normally it comes when I'm frustrated or I get trapped into thinking that, you know, I'm just a little old human and or feeling sorry for myself. Right. But yeah, exactly. It's it, funny it, how it happens. So somebody's got a good sense oh, of they, humor. Oh, they do. They do. And they can be very ironic. I always get sequential numbers. I actually did a, um, for a year, I kept notes on sequential numbers mm-hmm. that I was getting every day or every couple of days. And I noticed around stressful times or times of change that I would get more of the sequential numbers, like 111, 222, up to like seven, eight, nine times in a day. Wake up in the middle of the night and it's 333, things like that. Yeah. So I just say thank you. It's either from a loved one or a guide that is still around and supporting me. It's just learning the new language or learning the language between the two dimensions of life and afterlife or continued life. And and that's just one aspect, you know, science. And you know from all the people you've interviewed on your show that there are a lot of different modalities that people use and, and, and connections with, with the other side. Well, it's just really fascinating. Yeah, so it's I, just one piece of the puzzle. It's exciting. It really is. I had this image in my mind of the movie Close Encounters, and when the um, spaceship first lands and they're playing that song, no, I'm not even close to that. But anyways, how the no, yeah, I know you mean the yeah. scientists how they would play it, and then the UFO would play it, and it's like so it's finding a common language. And I think when we are open and we're believing and we're paying attention and We'll let our loved one play around and try and learn to figure out the, the signs on their point of view. And then I really like your coaching, so to speak. Believe, ask, let it go. Thank them. Right. But pay attention. And, and pay attention and try to be in a mm-hmm. mental state to be able to accept them. It's like trying to play baseball. If you're trying to play catch with someone, it's a beautiful day. It's a lot easier than it's in the middle of a snowstorm. Yeah, you know, or a hurricane. It's like they can't get you, they'll throw you the ball, but you're not going to know where it is because you're in the middle of a hurricane. And sometimes we have little hurricanes in our lives. Yes, you we know, do. because of everything, everything that's going on. And what did you say Don't your latest up. book is that you're writing? The latest book is is also part of the Always Connected series, and it's for those who have lost children. Children oh. give signs and insights from heaven, and what that's going to do is it's going to answer some of the questions that we all ask. You know, why does a child have to die? Is there a reason? Are there exit plans? Different times of people's lives where people can leave. There'll be a chapter on suicide, like I did in the Veterans mm-hmm. book, because that's always very uh, important. People want to know answers about that. So they give me insights from the other side. You know, I share those answers, those insights, people that um, are concerned about that particular subject. And then I have signs that the children have shared with their parents or their relatives or friends and so there'll be like 30 or 40 science stories in that book too so people can see that their children are still alive and they're still with them throughout their lives 
they know what's going on. Do you have any words to comfort someone who has a child that has transitioned? You just bring that up. And I know there's many of our <laughs> listeners that are with a wonderful group called Helping Parents the, Heal and other parents, obviously. But just from what you've yeah. learned about children in the afterlife you know, before we close the it's show. It's very interesting. A lot of times children, a lot of them are much more advanced than people think they are. Mm-hmm. A lot of them just need to come here to to learn a few lessons or for us to learn lessons. That's very important. Interesting, yes. Um, there is, there's a bigger picture um, on why they are here. There's just so many different aspects when it comes to children because it's a very sensitive thing. Mm-hmm. And when a child passes, when you pass over, you will have the opportunity to share life and all the experiences that you thought you had missed. So if your daughter passes when she's nine years old, okay, and you die when you're 80, you'll have the opportunity when you're on the other side to start back off when that girl, that little girl was nine years old and you're younger and you will go through the entire life and live through all the milestones as if she had never passed. Wow. I have never heard that before. Yes, absolutely. And and they also showed it to me. You live through all the milestones. You will live a life, a full life with that child that you thought you had missed those milestones. You know, what I'm left with personally is I think for me, I know I have this show. I know I talk to all the guests, but living day to day, sometimes it's really easy to forget this side of me. And I just thought if I had a diary and I could actually have a dialogue with, say, my dad or my grandmother, and as if I'm writing them a letter, you know, I think that would make it more real. And even talk to them mm-hmm. about asking for signs and believing and will you do what you can do from your side and then let it go. But then pay attention and keep that dialogue going in a notebook or a diary or something do, like that. I, I think that right, would be and do helpful. It before you, yeah, do it before you go to bed because you might start getting some communication through dreams mm-hmm. or writing a diary before going to be at the beach or someplace where you're common stuff. And yeah. you might start to get communications from them little bits and pieces depending on where you are and you know in your life and how open you are but that's a great idea i mean i sleep with a pad of paper on my bed i really do because that's how i get some information like in the middle right when your mind is quiet and I write it, yeah absolutely your mind's you know and just wake up in the middle i'm like i have to write that down oh joe and, um, so thank you joe thank you thank you thank you you've left me very inspired is there anything else you Good. want to share before we wrap up this episode or something I should have asked you or just something you're burning to say or any just closing you know, think, words? Closing words. I think people just be open. Don't put any limitations. Love is the strongest thing. It's the connection between everything and give yourself a break. Don't be hard on yourself. Your loved ones are always around you. They're guiding you and they're just waiting for you to ask for help. And they're there for support. They are most definitely there for support. And we've got some alive people here for support, too. Again, if you're a parent and you have a child in the afterlife, visit helpingparentsheal.org. Now, also on my site, We Don't Die is the name of my book, also the name of my website. So if you go to wedontdie.com, I've got a free audio, How to Survive Grief, also If you join my Insiders Club, it's just a snazzy way of talking about my email list, you get a free copy PDF form of my book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. We also offer a free Sunday gathering. Now, it's our version of a Sunday service, but it's a whole lot different than maybe what you're used to. Not only do we have music and great philosophy and stories and sharing about the afterlife, but we usually have a medium or two that demonstrate. So you're actually part of the audience and your loved one might come through. It's a very powerful thing. My first radio show is called We Don't Die Radio. You can also find over 300 episodes of that there. You want to remember to visit joehiggins.com to find out more about our guest today. And believe in signs, ask for signs, then let them go. Remember to add laughter to your life Find some time where you can be quiet and peaceful in your own mind and just trust. 
there are all kinds of different signs, whether it's feathers or dimes or ask for something bigger like quarters, or there could be something that you and your loved one shared. My father was a pilot, and there are some really interesting things I see about planes when I'm looking for a sign. Or when we are quiet and we do pay attention, we can often see things on actual signs. I pulled up to a car right in front of me, and the license plate was John D. And my dad's middle name was Donald, so I I took that as a sign that dad was with me. And you can also try what I did and have them use your imagination and plant some images or shared memories in your mind. And you really have to trust that this is them because they do work through our imagination, but our mind will tell us that it is our imagination. So Joe, once again, thank you for being our guest today. My pleasure. And for our listeners, I most importantly want to thank you. I'm Sandra Champlain, and a sincere thank you for listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.